Hello, this is John Smallwood, Certified Financial Planner, Senior Wealth Advisor at Smallwood Wealth Management located in Red Bank, New Jersey. Today we're continuing on the 19 sources of retirement income. We're focusing on business income number nine. And I think this is a, it's a really interesting conversation. When we begin to think about a retirement plan, we think about, do I, should I get rid of my business? Should I sell my business? It's probably one of the biggest decisions that somebody's going to make. And there's so many factors that are dependent upon it. There are very unique tax benefits right now for owning a business such as qualified business income, which we'll discuss. But if you look at the Forbes 400 list, the majority of the people on that list are business owners who are old and are not retired. They continue to work. But what they do is they delegate responsibility and they continually surround themselves with people so they can focus on their highest and best use. And they do exactly what they want to do and they don't do what they don't want to do, but they continue to expand and, and grow their businesses, but they're not responsible for the day to day. Very interesting. So when you're building a business, you have to think about, is it better for me to maintain the business and have successor management in there, or is it better to sell it? And that's a unique individual decision that's going to be unique for each individual person. But if your business or businesses are operating and it doesn't require 100% activity of you to do those businesses and you have managers and people that are responsible and they're growing that business, the tax benefits of owning a business are unbelievable that you would want to take advantage of that. So let's say that I, let's just say that I own the business currently and that business is producing a $300,000 a year income, not including salary. And that $300,000 income comes from a corporation and a income style that's benefiting from qualified business income section 199A deduction. Okay. 20% of that income is not taxed. So if it's $300,000, I'm paying tax on 240 as opposed to 300. The business may have some fringe benefits for you also that you could take advantage of as well. But that same $300,000 business investment, right? That income, if I sold the business and I paid capital gain income on it, Maybe there was some depreciation recapture or goodwill or something like that that changed the tax bracket. But let's say I sold that business and I sold it for a five multiple. That's 1.5 million. I pay capital gain rate in state level tax and the 3.8%. So let's just say I walk away with 70%. So now I have a million dollars. And I now have to go put that money to work. Where am I going to put it to generate that kind of income? So now 
if I put it in the bank, I'm going to get about $10,000 a year of interest. If I put it in a, a bond portfolio, I might get three and a half to four. If I put it in a stock portfolio and I don't take capital gains from my stocks, I'm getting about one and a half to 2%. Not that exciting. You know, for me to take a forty or $50,000 withdrawal from a portfolio, versus maintaining the ownership of that business and getting $300,000 a year and paying tax on 240, there's a huge difference in the amount of income that I am, that I am having. And with the spread of income, let's just talk about that for a second, 300,000 to 40, there's people that can be hired in the middle of those two expenses by using some of that expense to maintain that business. Now, I'm not saying don't sell your business. There might be really great economic reasons to sell your business now as opposed to later. We all have stories of people that have held on to their businesses because they thought they'd be worth more in the future. And the powers and the economics changed and they're no longer valuable or they fell apart or there was some sort of lightning bolt that took their businesses out, some kind of technology. So I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is the value of a business in retirement can be a wonderful thing for the family and the individual. And it's also quite good for your brain power. Many of my mentors and many of the people that I work with are in their 70s. They're still contributing. Some of them are in their 80s. And I've known people in their 90s that continue to work because they just work less and they work differently. They, they, they travel and they do things. But being active in the business and being active in a, in a community and being active with employees has tremendous benefits for many people beyond the money. But when we're building, let's say you're in the camp where it makes sense to sell the business to liquefy that asset in order for you to maintain the same amount of lifestyle you really need to develop a plan today so that you have these 19 sources of retirement and if the business income is not something that you're going to maintain but i still have the same lifestyle i better have saved money in other places that's going to help offset the income loss by selling that business but the business is something that it's the business income, depending upon the business, has very unique tax benefits. You could be benefiting from depreciation. You could be benefiting from depletion. You could be benefiting from, uh, depending on your business, the qualified business income deduction. There's so many wonderful tax benefits out there that you can benefit from that make great sense. So, the business income, depending on the succession plan and the buy-sell agreement and what you do, you know, maintaining that small business or medium-sized business may be the best thing that you do in your plan. But I don't think you can make that decision without really having a big picture plan and understanding where you're going. A lot of people I've encountered, you know, they work so hard, they don't have any balance, they don't have any things going on, they want to get away from the business because they're just stressed out. And when they get away from the business and they get unstressed, they realize they miss three or four things in the business that they can't replicate. And if they had 
spent some time to get rid of, you know, the activities that they hated doing and focused on what they loved doing, they might have had more enjoyment by not selling. In the other cases, that's the exact opposite. Again, one of the things is really understanding what is your business really worth? When was the last time you had a business valuation done? When was the last time you, you know, you really understand how much of your current strategy and your current income is your plan going to replace? How much of the 19 sources do you need in the plan before you sell your business? How much money do you need to save basically? And, you know, depending upon the business that you're in, the tax benefits that you lose after retirement can be quite disappointing as well. One of the things that we can help you with in this planning process is one, help you build the blueprint, but two, really put a number on what's that business worth. We have, we have business valuation calculations, calculators that can help us get a good indication of what your business is worth. How do you make it more valuable? What are the variables that you can tweak to make it more valuable? How do you make it more profitable to take more money out? How do you maximize the qualified business income deduction uh, that's available? There's also unique benefits for C corporations as far as, you know, selling them. There's unique tax benefits out there. So, I, you know, this is, this is something in the retirement guide that I think is really important to have business income, but you can't always have it. You may be listening to this and you don't own your own business and you've worked for a corporation all your life. You know, maybe starting a business does make sense. Maybe you turn a hobby into a pat, you know, a passion or a hobby into a, you know, an income producing business in retirement. There's so many different variations and nuances. Just want to make sure that the business is not a sucker of assets, meaning the the business is positively cash flowing and not requiring you to contribute money to the business and reduce your income. But take advantage of our opportunity to have a wealth curve conversation with an advisor. It's free. There's no obligation. It's an investment of, you know, somewhere between 30 and 45 minutes. At the end of that meeting, you'll have a really good indication of how do I get myself in the 19 sources of retirement income? How do I get myself on track? How do I reduce my taxes, reduce my risk, decrease my fees and costs? How do I save more money? How do I increase my retirement income? And how do I pass more to my family? Uh, these are all things that are not mutually exclusive, but they can all be done in one big coordinated plan. They can only be done in a coordinated plan when you look at the big picture, which I hope you're getting from listening to the 19 series, 19 sources of retirement income and listening to this podcast. It's not about one thing. It's about making good decisions on all of the things that you have and revisiting those decisions on a regular basis to make sure that you're heading in the right direction, that your wealth curve is heading, trending in a positive direction as opposed to a negative direction from a trend. So look forward to hearing from you. If you're a client, let's get together and do a regular review. If you're listening to this for the first time, you can request a copy of our five ways your wealth's under attack book. Please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast medium source that you receive podcasts from. 
share it with friends, share it with people, share it with business people. We're available for seminars and workshops. Check our website for events that are starting over the next few months that will be going on. Lots of opportunity to have a conversation. Now is the time to make a plan. What you do today is going to dictate how your next 15 years are. I believe the next 15 years in your retirement plan and your wealth plan and your current environment are your most important 15 years. It's the things that you do today that are going to impact tomorrow. See you soon. Welcome to the end of the video. Smallwood Wealth Management is an investment advisor representative. The opinions expressed by Smallwood Wealth Management and guests on this show are their own. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice, information presented for this educational purposes only. Moreover, no listener should assume that any discussions or information presented serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized advice from Smallwood Wealth Management or from any other investment professional and is not intended as an offer of solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Smallwood Wealth Management is not a law firm or an accounting firm, and no portion of this presentation should be interpreted as legal, accounting, or tax advice. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as a recommendations appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Thank you for listening.